0: I'm going to give it the best 4 minutes that I've got. I'm sharing a uh a quick message to you called Some Fall While Others Rise. Some fall while others rise. And um I, this passage of scripture that I'm going to read to you is uh came I was whenever I can't fall asleep, I always grab my phone and I just start reading the Bible and in full transparency, I don't remember what I read when I wake up. You know, because it's, it's in the night and I, you know, it's glowing and Allie's like, do you have to read that now? So I got to go under my covers and read, uh, because of a glow and all that kind of stuff. But I was reading this verse and all of a sudden the verse just popped out at me. And, and, uh, it just stayed alive in me for the last few days. And it's, it's a, it's a setting where Mary had just birthed Jesus. And and her and Joseph were going to the temple to um, give an offering to the Lord. And as they were walking up to the temple with a baby, this this gentleman, this older guy, very senior in years, was sitting there and he saw Mary walking up. And she didn't know who this was. We know this because we're getting it after the fact. We're reading the story of what happened. He was a prophet. And so he jumps out of his seat and takes the baby out of her hands. Now, moms, this is Mary's first baby. All right? So you remember... Those of you, when you had, if, if you raise your hand, if you've had more than one kid, raise your hand. Come on, raise your hand. Right? Even dads, raise your hand if he, uh, you did the easy part. But raise your hand anyway. <laughs> right? Okay. So when you have Allie and I have three. So when you have the first one, it's like you walk around with an umbrella for the first month because you don't want any germs to get on the baby. Right? If the baby drops the pacifier, it's like it's got to go under hot water for like five minutes. <laughs> It's just like everything is protected Second baby If they drop the pacifier You just pick it up and Third baby If they drop the pacifier You just stick it right in You don't even clean it anymore It's good for your immune system This is Mary's first baby Covering it up rips it out of her arms and holds it up. And he says this, is just wild. Then Simeon blessed them and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. Fascinating. I put the phone down right away, turned it off, pressed the buttons or whatever. I'm like, Jesus is going to cause people to fall. And he's going to cause people to rise. Some people will fall because of him. Some people will rise because of him. Here's my first point. He causes people to fall. And... As we, I I, I let this kind of brew in my heart a little bit, I started thinking, a lot of people stumble over the things of God. They stumble over them. Because, I'll give you a series of examples. Jesus has a culture in heaven. has a culture there's a there's a certain culture if you go to guatemala there's a culture if you go to russia there's a culture you go to australia there's a culture in heaven there's a culture and when jesus was teaching them how to pray he said this pray like this help me i just had a blank our father who art in heaven thank you our father who art in heaven how would be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done here on earth just like it is in heaven In other words, there's a culture in heaven. I want you to learn what that culture is. It's in the Bible. I've got it here black and white, so there's no confusion. There's a culture in heaven. I want you to learn what that culture is, and I want you to begin to establish it in your own life. Establish it in your family. Establish it in your word. And when people begin to see what that culture looks like, they stumble over it. They, They can't quite accept it. Because words like righteousness is in there. And so what that's saying is that, that God has, this is what right looks like. And in our society, there's a growing epidemic of people having their own definition of right. What's right for you is right for you. What's right for me is right for me. And we need to develop a sense of tolerance because we're all different and we shouldn't judge anyone because God is a God of love and he accepts everyone. So we too should accept everyone as they are, which sounds so beautiful, except that is not his culture. That is someone else's culture It's not God's culture. I don't know who started that culture, but it's not God's culture. There is a right and a wrong. There is a righteousness and a holiness. There is an unrighteous. There is a right and wrong. There is a light and dark. There is a a distinguishing moment when somebody becomes a child of God. Lord, I love you they begin to do is they begin to forsake the things that are not of God. They begin to push them away and begin to not only love what God loves, but hate what God hates and begin to push it away. And people stumble over that because some of those things they like. It's kind of like, I do want to be healthy, but I love ice cream. I do want to be used by you, God, but I also want to do what I like to do at the same time. But don't judge me because worry about your own sins. God loves me. There's a lot of people that want to be used that should be being used, but they don't want to sacrifice anything. Don't ask me to sacrifice anything. I don't want to sacrifice. I want to keep doing what I want to do. And so it's hard. Many people stumble over this. They stumble over things like the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. 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 It's weird. It's weird. You're weird. You're that last sentence was right. People are weird. The Holy Spirit's not Weird. People are weird. Anybody meets somebody weird. It's just like, dude, you got problems. I love you. You know somebody has problems whenever someone else is describing them, and they lead with, "Bless their heart." <laughs> Am I right? Anytime somebody says, "Oh, bless their heart," are you with me? Bless their heart. Oh boy, here we go. It's it's there. There is this. There's this sense. There's this, okay, you know, what is going on here? There's, people are weird, but the Holy Spirit is not weird. The Holy Spirit is wonderful. The Holy Spirit is kind. In fact, if you had to describe the Holy Spirit, if you had to, you would say he's full of love and joy and peace, and he's patient, and he's kind, and he's good, but he's not weird. People stumble over that. People stumble over the Lord saying, I want you to be committed to me. And he says this. He says, I'd rather you be hot or I'd rather you be cold. But if you're just going to kind of be wishy-washy, I'm going to, it's almost like spitting you out of my mouth. I want you to be committed to me. And people stumble over that, even though they have the same standards in their own life. If I try going out with some girl named Jennifer tonight on a, date, what do you think my wife Allie is going to do while I'm sleeping tonight? She's going to come up to me with a Louisville slugger and turn that up. It needs to be a little bit. It's way worse than that. I promise. It's the same standard you have. We want commitment. We want devotion. And people stumble over that. It, it, it's more like, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be committed to you when it's convenient for me. And people stumble over that. Some way, somehow, I'm going to get in. Stumble over that that's what the Bible means, is that Jesus causes people to stumble. Because I don't understand everything, then I won't accept anything. Right? But we don't apply that to any other area of our life. For example, how many people use the internet? Raise your hand, raise your hand. Where is the internet? Yeah. yeah. Where's the cloud? Where's the cloud oh, I'm, I'm saving my files in the cloud. I don't own any books because they're in my phone and and, and my phone is connected to the cloud. Well, where's the cloud? I don't know where the, I don't know where the cloud well, well, then you're not allowed to use the cloud until you can explain the cloud. Do you know what I read this morning while studying the internet? I was like, I really want to know where the internet? Do you know that there is a half a million miles? Of cables under the sea that feed the internet? AKA extension cords. <laughs> Some scientists just got real mad at me. Don't you minimize my life! If you don't understand, The internet, we don't have a problem with the internet, but we if we don't understand God, do we walk away from God? No, that's foolishness. But we stumble over the things of God. We, an ant, has a better chance of drinking in the ocean than we do understanding God. But still, we stumble because we don't understand everything. But then there's this other category that Simeon mentioned. He said this. He so said, this Jesus is going to cause some people to stumble, but he's also going to cause some people to rise. Some people are going to rise. Jesus is just going to take people and... <laughs> rise. Um, in John chapter 6, uh, Jesus was teaching. And he was teaching a, a multitude of people. And he had about a hundred, over a hundred disciples. It wasn't just twelve, it was like a hundred So he's teaching a crowd of people and like right over here, right over here, there's like a a hundred people that we're, we're yours. And then Jesus, this is what he preached. He goes, I want you to eat my flesh and drink my blood. These hundred people said, did he just say drink blood? You want me to do what? What are you, some kind of vampire? Who is this guy? And the Bible says that the disciples, they left him. Many disciples just like, okay, 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 okay. The fish and loaves was cool. The walking on water was cool, but I ain't drinking no blood. And they left. Why did they leave? Because they didn't get it. They didn't understand it. Jesus wasn't talking about gargle and blood. Come on. What are you, an idiot? At the time, they didn't understand it. What Jesus was trying to say is, I'm gonna be in you and you are gonna be in me just like my flesh is a part of me. You're gonna be in me. I'm gonna be in you just like your blood is inside you. We're gonna, we're gonna be one just as me and the Father are one. They couldn't get it. And because they couldn't get it, they left. And so he looked at the disciples, the twelve, and he says, you guys leaving too? And the twelve looked back and said, where would we go? We're all in with you. We already sold our fishing boats. We don't, there's nowhere else to go. See, some of us that reach that point where it's like, I can't go back. I can't go back. No, I don't understand how God has lived forever. I don't understand why bad things happen to good people. I don't understand. I don't understand how I'm going to live forever, never, 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 never. I don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot I don't understand, but what, what, I can't go back. I can't go back. And Jesus says, you, 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 you don't understand everything, but you know that you're in. You're committed to me, and this is what I'm gonna do. That is so humbling to say, I don't, I don't know, but I'm in. That is so humbling. I'm gonna oppose those proud people, but you, you, you're so humble to admit that you don't even know, but you're in. You, I'm gonna cause you to rise. I'm gonna cause you to rise. So he causes some people to rise. But then there's this third category. Uh, This is my favorite category. Because he takes some people who have fallen and causes them to rise. He he doesn't give up. He's like, I saw that you fall but i'm still here and, and i'm gonna, i'm going to give you a little a, a little sign a little indication this is how you know god still hasn't given up on you you will always know you'll never forget this for the rest of your life are you ready you will always know that god has not given up on you if you can do this <sighs> if you can do that <sighs> now if you can't do that But if you can do that, because your ability to do that is given by God. He touched your heart. If you take a basketball and you throw it in the air and you step away from it, it is a go bang, a bang, a bang, a boom, a boom, a boom, a a boom. Because when we start something, it's going to it's going to end. We have no control of when it's going to end. But when God starts something, it just doesn't stop. Now, when this stops, the plan is over. So don't ever doubt. I think God's given up on me. No, 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 no. Get a stethoscope or whatever that thing is called. Yeah, he's still got a plan. He's still got a plan. And see, when I think back at David... David, I don't know. Raise your hand if you say that David guy in the Bible. I think he's my favorite. Go ahead and raise your hand. You know why he's so many of our favorites is because the guy messed up like crazy. He messed up more than all y'all. That's good. That's bad English, but good theology. All 'all. (laughs) y'all. What'd you say last night, Toby? I read, right? Or How's it go? Uh, no, never mind. You ain't got no learning. No way. All right. Here we go. All right. Right. <laughs> there we go. Like a frog in a bucket. Right. Okay. David sinned more than all of us, but God looked back at him and said, he's a man after my own heart. Why? because in the middle of sinning, in the middle of falling, he would back up. And he said this in Psalms 42.1. He said, Oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just want you to know that has a Deer pants after water. So my soul pants after you. And I'm telling you, there's something that shakes heaven. When a person prays like that. Oh, like a deer pants after water. Like a deer. I know I'm making mistakes like crazy. I know I can't keep my big mouth shut. I know I can't control my eyes and my brain. And my arm keeps punching people. But I just want you to know. My soul pants after you. You say, do you really pray like that when y'all aren't around? Yes. When you are around, I pray like this. But when you're not around, that's how I pray. Oh, dear God! Like a dear! Why do you pray like that? Because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You pray Fervently. <laughs> If you want to pray like this, dear Lord, bless my whole house, that's fine. Go for it. But there's some Davids that still walk around. There's some Davids. Some of y'all are ladies. Some of you are men. But that spirit that David had, you have. Where you back up. And I think it's Psalms 27 verse 4. Where he says this. If there's one thing I can have. If there's one thing I desire. Oh, it's to stand in your house. It's to gaze at the beauty of your face is to stay in your temple. If there's if there's only one thing, I do need a car and I do need a house and I do need a job and I'd like a race. But if there's only one thing. Oh, that's what I want. I'm going to tell you something. If you're new at Celebration Church, just let me tell you now, if you want to be a calm, cool, casual Christian, it's going to be hard for you to come to church here. You're welcome here. We love you. We'll buy you a bunt cake on your birthday. Dwayne will. <laughs> but it's going to be hard. Because... Every time you walk through this door, I am praying for you and I'm praying for me and I'm telling them, God, I want that spirit to fall on me, fall on them, fall on me, fall on them, fall on me, fall on them like a deer pants after water. So my soul pants. Have, and if you say, that's not me, that's not me. Well, I'm praying for you because there's going to be this moment where you say, Lord, bless my Cheerios and my toast. And oh, gosh. And somebody in your family's going to go, what? And you're gonna like, I'm going to pray for you next. And, oh, boy. Why don't you stand your feet for me, please? Let's give the Lord a standing ovation. Can we? Come on, give it to him. 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 It to him. <sighs> All right. Give me a worship team. I need more than just a piano player. Give me the whole kit and caboodle. Give me the whole kit and caboodle and somebody who can sing. No, somebody who can sang. Sing. You can sing? Sing something. I don't know what you... You got talent. You got skills. Sing something. You know, uh, Omar taught me something. Where's Omar? He said, uh, he said. there's people who've got comilo. Am I saying that right, Spanish people? Help me. Huh? Colmillo. 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 Am I saying it? Colmillo? Colmillo. How do I say it? Say it real loud for all right, so what he just said and and he and he taps his tooth when he he goes he goes it's a colmillo. there's there's musicians and singers they 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 have colmillo. he goes like that now, what that means I'm not exactly sure, but from what I gather this canine tooth right here is something that a child gets when they come of age that gives them the ability to bite me is that pretty accurate Thank you that was close yeah I'm trying right I'm trying. And he goes, you take the right musicians and you take the right singers and you just throw them together and everything will be all right. We don't have to talk about much. Just as long as they got, comia, they got the same spirit. Let me use my own words now. Okay. They got the same spirit. It don't take long. Just hum me a few bars mm, and we got it. We'll be all right. So I don't know what you guys are going to do, but I think you're figuring it out right now. Would you close your eyes and just raise both hands and there's no official dismissal. You can leave whenever you get ready. But what I would like for you to do is I would like for you to just stand here and worship the Lord just for a few moments. Let's entertain his presence. Let's not be in a rush to get out. Let's just worship him for a few moments. And then when you get ready to go, you'll be blessed in the name of the Lord.